<laughs> I'm Danielle Nelson. And I'm Lily Rogers. And you're listening to It's a Shame. It's a podcast about shame and yeah. how it doesn't belong in our lives anymore. And we want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So we get together once a week for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, for that we're recording an hour, but yes. we're together longer than that. Well, anyway, for an hour we press record <laughs> and we complain and we throw stuff. Stakes at the heart of the patriarchy. And we meander through various topics. Yeah, and we let the cats have moments oh, where they intervene. They insist on having moments. Yeah, and then you get to listen to all of it. Aren't you lucky? Lucky duck. <laughs> um, and here we are again this week. Welcome. Yes, welcome. If you're joining us for the first time, hi, I'm glad you found us. Yes, thanks for joining. And if you're returning, hello. <laughs> Yes. Oh, you know, you know what's about to happen. Welcome back, friend. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, so it is another Tuesday. I guess this one is Big Tuesday, not Super Tuesday. Oh, right. Yeah. I was listening to uh, the old uh, National Public Radio mm-hmm. on the way over. And uh, as we are recording, as it stands right now, uh, Biden has taken Mississippi, Michigan, and Missouri. M's yeah. really love that Biden. Yeah, they do. It's so interesting. And I'm like, you know, I don't even know how to feel about it. And I was trying to make myself like feel. And then I was like, oh, you're disassociating emotionally because you're terrified mm-hmm. of like what this could or could not mean. Or I know. Yeah. It's I'm kind of in the same boat. I've just been like, mm, I'm a little bit dead inside to this right now. 100%. <laughs> has room <laughs> yeah so scary i have this little plaque on my desk it's like one of those old school um like fake wood but it's plastic mm-hmm. and it's like just a little folded like triangle yeah where like you know it's like a nameplate yeah yeah mine just says i'm dead inside yeah <laughs> and it's on my desk at work so you know that's yeah. how i roll but i've been staring at it a lot lately just kind of being like mm-hmm mm. You're like, I mean, you just, you look at it, you adjust it. Yeah. You like lean it toward the person walking by. Yeah, exactly. It's, Motion to it's it. It's just like, just, this is how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been forewarned. No. Did like, you not see the plaque? Did I not see the plaque? Oh, no, no, no. I mean like, like that's your, um, like. Oh, oh, oh. I'm saying like, that to people. Yes. Right? You're you, not maybe asking you need me that. a sign. Maybe no. you need a sign for the sign. Like if people come to you and they want you to have bucks to give. Yeah. And you can just like gesture to the sign. Yeah. Or, or the plaque and then hold up a sign that says, did you not see the plaque? Like, with the <laughs> Mind the plaque. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Should that's do that. just a lot of reading. Yeah. Well, there, we do have a sign at work actually. That's like one of those signs it's like thank you for noticing this notice it's been noticed that you noticed our notice you know like that shit yeah <laughs> so maybe i should put that next to the i'm dead inside sign per my last email bitch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> pay attention yeah yeah um yeah there was i think i don't know if it was like a twitter thread or something but jamie and i a couple weeks ago were like killing ourselves laughing at like um business speak that is super hostile but it's like like per my last email Uh or you know what i mean like (laughs) Like, that passive aggressive business jargon i um i just used that this weekend or not this weekend this week at work um because i've been frustrated with some co-workers and uh there was a little bit of back and forth or whatever and i used what did i use let's make sure that that's included in our next brief thanks (laughs) (laughs) this 
deserves to be in a meeting. <laughs> it's just that, like, let's make sure that this gets included. It's uh-huh. really passive aggressive. Yeah. But I went for it because yeah. fuck everything. Yeah. Well, you're dead inside. <laughs> dead inside. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of, like, work, mm. um, brand new information. Oh, right. Um, that is not really brand new, but maybe it's brand new information to our listeners I was a little behind on it last week, but March is social work month. And every year when I worked in the hospital, we have, uh, we had a really shitty management team who did nothing for us. So this Friday, which will be last Friday when you listen, I'm going to go to the hospital and surprise my old coworkers with some sweet treats. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I I just feel like nobody really does anything for it for them. And I'm like, well, now I can be the change. I can be the change I want to see. Nice. Yeah. So that's my, um, that's my thing. I'm going to bring like donuts and maybe one of those like, uh, you can get those big old jugs of coffee, the Starbucks, like, um. Oh, yeah, 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 the little pour spout yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 maybe something like that. Yeah, we get those sometimes. Um, yeah, that would be really that would be really nice. Yeah, I think, um, I think we've got to spice it up, make it special. Is March also Women's History Month? I believe that it is. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to be celebrating that at work, and I don't know what happened. You should just uh, abruptly get up and, like, bring a triangle or, like, a wine glass and, like, tap. Yeah. And then, like, just start reading. Get your, like, little index cards out. Yeah. And just be like, Women's History Month. And, like, (laughs) just do a little presentation (laughs) each day. And you just, like, talk about a different woman in history. Well, I actually suggested this. This is funny because it's not far off from what I suggested at, um, so I'm part of the Fun Times team at my work. I think I've talked about that before. Which is basically like, you know, the party planning committee, if you've Mm -hmm. seen The Office. Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh, It's a lot like that. So I really wanted to do, um, you know, because we also have all these like monitors up around our office. I wanted to um, sort of display a different woman from history and sort of her accomplishments or whatever and like kind of go through that. Uh, And then it kind of devolved from that into like, let's just ask people what they're like most inspirational woman from history is and then every person could have like their own and it would just kind of cycle through the rest of the month or through the whole month didn't happen and i'm not quite sure why but today in my meeting i'm on an all-male team now i did get wished happy belated women's day oh that's that's something yeah that's so nice international women's day Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, it was my day, damn it. It was your day. You're a woman of international intrigue, mystery, mm-hmm. and accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So by all means, you, sh- <laughs> you should be wished a good day yes. on International Women's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I love your brand new information. I think that that will be very exciting for your co-workers yeah and if you're a social worker and you're listening number one um i wish we could like fist bump or do a secret handshake but <laughs> this is a podcast so that's not gonna happen but anyway happy social work month yeah if we have any social work listeners i mean you all deserve much praise and celebration and yes you know you deserve your own month for fucking sure i love it yes thank you i will take it i will revel <laughs> in it i will enjoy it amazing do you have any brand new information? I was thinking about it. I'm kind of like a little like 
I don't know, like all over the place today. Um, so no, not really. I'm trying to think of like something recently that has been kind of new for me. And there's not much, at least not much that's very interesting. I guess I had udon noodles for the first time. What did you think? Very delicious. So we went again to LA this weekend, took the train up, and the train lets off in Union Station, and it's little close to Little Tokyo, which is my you new we, favorite place to We explore. love that train. I will never stop talking about the train. Love that train. <laughs> it comes up once a podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, I... It's really, I mean, <laughs> if there's like a podcast game for our podcast, you like drink every time they bring up the train, it would be like, you're going to be drunk so fast. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> we just love the Metrolink. Oh, love that train. <laughs> <laughs> well, now probably every time I bring up Little Tokyo also, because it's my mm-hmm. new favorite place to explore. Um, and I haven't explored it nearly enough because we've only just been like popping on or off the train and had like 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. So we were back there and I really uh, wanted to try something new. Uh, we, you know, we go to ramen a lot. Yeah. And love ramen. But I was like, let's try something a little bit different. So we went to this udon place. I had a line out the door, which was a good sign. Um, it was, in fact, delicious. Mm. It's just a commitment. Yeah. It's like, because it's like um, the noodles are way thicker. Right. And so it was cool because where we were seated, we were at the bar. And, um, you know, of course, there's like glass in between us. But we, we were looking into the kitchen, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Oh, we were like I love looking into the station where they're making the noodles. Yeah. And it was just like, I love everything that's happening in this kitchen. Like all these adorable people wearing like white towels on their head. And um, like kind of like tied in the back, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and just like in crisp whites, like just making all these beautiful noodles and yeah, it was just cool to see. So that made it more special, I think, for their first time having it. It was like, yeah. oh, we get to see kind of it how like it's experiential. made. Right. But like all the broth is really flavorful. So there's, it's a lot like ramen, or at least what we had. We had hot uh, udon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really, really liked it. But I think that like, I just never eat that much in one sitting. It's hard for me to even, I never finish a bowl of ramen and yeah. with like extra thick noodles, it's even more intense or just like, Oh God, yeah. it's freaking delicious. But yeah, I think I might skew toward ramen still. Yeah. It sounds like it might be like, um, right up my alley. Cause I yeah. love a noodle. Yeah. Yeah. You'd probably like it a lot. Yeah. And there's like all different flavors. There was a curry one. I just ended up having like a spicy, uh, tofu, um, but they also had like these really creamy, like almost carbonara esque ones, Ooh. where, I mean, yeah, people were. It was just like a bowl of like cream sauce in some, and I was just like, whoa. That's it sounds really decadent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but like really good cold weather, like mm-hmm. warm you up comfort food. Comfort food, yeah, yeah. Anything really with a noodle, I feel like is just I'm I'm ready. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And see, and I am always under the, like, when I get like noodles and like pho or ramen, anything like that, like I just, oh, it's like, it's such an experience. I, mm-hmm. I love like what's in the bowl. And then like when you get mm-hmm. to season it yourself and like put, you know, put in your own kind of like with pho, especially like basil or do I want peppers? Do I want plum sauce? Do I want, you know, like just, mm-hmm. I love like that. You're like individualized, like doctoring it up. Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff too. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was a good experience. So you'd have it again? Oh yeah, for sure. I haven't really researched any good udon places in San Diego. Ooh, but Steph did 
See Udon. 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 It's like woo doggies, but it's like Udon. <laughs> Something popped up in Steph's Instagram because you know how I'm obsessed with Shaolongbao and trying to find more and more places, and there are more opening up. I guess there's one in Del Mar now. Oh, interesting. And it has good reviews, so I think that we should all try it. I'm in. You don't have to twist my arm. I don't think that we will ever get as good as um, the ones in New Orleans, Orleans, but eh. That's okay. We can keep trying. We'll keep chasing that dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. That's well. That's brand new information that I can really get behind. Yeah, right. Um, food. I'm exci- food. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of brand new information related to food, I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, please, thank mm-hmm. you, and more of it. Well, and we've also talked about uh, going and staying in Little Tokyo, which I still think should be on our travel yes, plans list. It is. It's on. It's on a list that is written in my heart um, <laughs> about where do I want to travel, what do I want to, where do I want to go, what do I want to do, and I definitely just want to go up. To LA, stay in um, Little Tokyo and just have a good time. Ooh, and we went to, sorry. Yeah, no, no, Um, no, let's do it. We went to a vintage store that was right by Farvar. It was between Farvar and the noodle place that we went to. Oh. Um, It was upstairs. Uh Uh-huh. And the prices were not bad. Okay. Because you know how some of those LA vintage stores can get like, okay, whatever. Who do you think you are? I was like, this is not terrible. And their stuff was cool. Okay. So. You don't tell me twice. We're going to go there when we go yes, back. Yes. Please, please, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds really good, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right. Let's put it on the calendar. <laughs> yes, please. Um, should I introduce today's topic? Sure. Is it time? Is yeah. It time? Is it topic time? It's topic time. All right. So today's topic is a, well, it's aging, but aging is such a broad topic mm-hmm. that it is the subcategory of um, shame around aging. And last week we talked about our body. We ended on like, you know, love your body, body positivity, regardless of any marks, moles, bruises, scars, etc. And so this week we're going to talk about our bodies and aging. And Mm -hmm. just the shame that you feel just because your body is, you know, doing what it's supposed to do because of fucking gravity (laughs) and time. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and I was say I suggested it. So, you know, I think I've been thinking a lot about it um, lately. Uh, Well, I think about it all the time because I'm a woman and I'm aging. um, Yeah. And I'm not allowed to age because I am a woman. I'm not supposed to be doing it. I, I look at all of these women on the television, and they don't age, so I probably shouldn't be aging either, you right? Really shouldn't. I mean, it's an anomaly. I think that I'm aging. I yeah. Think that, I don't think other women like me are, and no, I should see a doctor. You definitely should. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> the, the the right way to do things is to not. Yeah, age. and here I am. I'm out here mm-hmm. swimming in retinol, and you know, just really trying with the moisturizer. Um, <laughs> No, like so part of the reason I thought we should do it is just because like um, I've been taking stock of like what do I do to take care of myself? Yeah. And like what is my self-care routine and like what what things have I been calling self-care that are like misnomers? Mm. You know what I mean? Where I'll be like, well, it's self-care. And I'm like, yeah, is it? Is it filling you up? Do you feel better? Oh. Like I got a massage over the weekend uh-huh. and like I hadn't gotten a massage in a really long time. And I was like, I feel fucking great. Right. I should do this. So it's like, okay, I've been listing in my phone like things that are good for me. So then at night I've been like, 
I need like a good moisturizing cream. I need this. I have like, speaking of retinol, I have a retin cream. I'm like, I should maybe be using this. I don't even know what that does. Um, it just uh, promotes like um, cell turnover more quickly. So it's good for like fine lines and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Allegedly. I thought it was like an acne thing. But... It can be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's like, it encourages like growth of new cells. Like it can like um, apparently fade dark marks. See, I need somebody here who's like an expert because <laughs> this is part of the problem is the reason I bring it up is I started looking into it because I'm like, well, what should I be doing if I just want like a minimalist approach? Maybe. Oh my God. There's a rabbit hole. I know. Rabbit hole. Well, apparently I should be like bathing my skin in like the, you know, the like sl- uh, slime of snails, which is oh, a real right, thing. right, right, right. There's like snail. I should be doing that. Um, there are a ton of creams I can buy, mm-hmm. but then, you know, you go to the next site and it just says, yeah, don't believe it. Don't waste your money. Just get filler. Mm. Or like just get Botox or just get whatever. The cats are wrestling. Sorry if you hear some of that. It's, it's like <laughs> Slash really... us distracted because they're like rolling around and hissing at each other right now. So. Yeah, it's like really cute. They're like right next to me. And like Fiona is on her back, but she's like clearly controlling the game. Uh-huh. Catboy is pre- only pretending to wrestle. Yeah. It's a little rainy outside so, and they really want to go outside. So they are rambunctious. They're about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, about that cat life. And I will say, they don't like, go outside, outside. They go in our side yard where they cannot escape, so they're perfectly safe. <laughs> just putting that out there for you cat lovers. <laughs> I just took some photos. I'll post one to Instagram tonight, and then when you listen to the episode, you can go back and check it out um, of these two critters fighting. We're really going for it. Um, um, yeah, I, I was going to say, maybe it would be interesting to get sort of like a skincare expert on but like a an age positive skincare expert yeah you know where like it's like wear sunblock yeah like there's lots of stuff that you can do just to make yourself feel good and to make your skin feel good but it's not for like to like abuse the wrinkles out of your face yes. <laughs> you know? I like that abuse the wrinkles <laughs> yeah Jamie got me one of those rollers for Christmas they're like the like, jade rollers yeah mm-hmm. um it's not jade but it's um it's probably just plastic I don't know what it is <laughs> it feels so good on my jaw like mm-hmm. I was like and then um Jamie was like the girl at the store said you can use this to apply your moisturizers no I was like no she didn't no you just made that up but then I was like <laughs> I mean like, I'm sure she said that but no yeah I know because I was like there's no way I'm gonna like put moisturizer like a fucking paint roller on a wall and just like shellac that shit to my face no I mean if you do that and it works for you awesome yeah maybe I should learn how to do it um but I have been using it after sometimes I do put the sunblock on because it feels so great on my jaw Mm. because I hold a lot of tension in my jaw and a little jaw massage yeah definitely yeah I've seen those and I've considered buying one um I would never put moisturizer on that is my personal taste because I really with moisturizer I like being able to um really like pat it into my skin and Mm. I like to um get in like places yeah I, just, I can't see how something like that where like on the side of your nose and stuff like you're just sort of like yeah. <laughs> it's not very accurate I don't know um but yeah I think it, it's interesting that like the number of things that you can do that are anti-aging yeah it's also interesting what a fucking racket it is in terms yes. of like it's like the weddings of face facial products and right? weight loss too if you put anti-aging on it 
it's way more expensive all of a sudden. Yes. It's like... Yeah. If it has anti-aging properties, then it's like, just put a tax on that. Yeah, exactly. It's the age tax. The age tax. So, I mean, there are things like I've noticed about myself aging, like definitely like fine lines, sunspots. We've talked, we talked a little bit about that last week. Mm -hmm. Also like gravitational pull on my body, Mm -hmm. like things hang in ways they used to not just hang. Oh yeah. There's, um, so I know the most obvious is boobs and there's that there's that movie it was like kind of like billed as like a raunchy girl movie but it was in like I don't know the early aughts maybe it had like Selma Blair and um Christina Applegate and uh Cameron Diaz I think oh I know the movie but I didn't see it okay so there's this scene where they're um shopping and they're in um what are they called dressing rooms Mm -hmm. I think I might have said this in our shopping shame episode I don't know. Who knows? That's just another thing with age. No one can remember anything. Listener, go back. <laughs> Listen to Shopping Shame if you haven't. It's a great episode. It is a great episode. But so, yeah, they're trying things on and um, she has her arms down and she's like, my boobs at 30, whatever they are. And mm-hmm. she's like, 25, 35. And like 25 is she holds her arms up. And you know how your boobs like raise when you hold Lift your up, arms yeah. up. So it's like they're lifting up a bit. And I'm like, I've noticed that lately that they're starting to like... Get a little bit like arms down, yeah. arms down, boobs. They're settling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and lots of settling. Um, gravity is really having a way with my body, and that is a. It's it's like this thing that I'm simultaneously trying to embrace, but also I'm like, okay, so it doesn't all need to be fixed. It doesn't need to be fixed at all. But where is the line between I do this? Because it makes me feel better and like I feel an, a social obligation for my face to look this way. Mm. Because like here's my thing. Like I talked a little bit about it last week. Like I don't give a shit if people get filler, Botox, lifted, tucked, snupped, whatever. Like I don't I don't give a shit. Like snupped, I like. Snup, you get, that's when you get lifted, tucked, and sucked. <laughs> I think I don't know. I was trying to come up. It just didn't work. Didn't work. Um, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, so do whatever you want with your body. It's your body. Um, but I don't, I don't want it. um, how do I put it? I know that I feel the pressure not to age. And I know mm. that when I see myself aging, I'm, I, I'm naturally like, well, that's no good that right. this is happening. I'll make an observation. <clears throat> my boobs, for example, being a little more saggy or like if I put on weight, like, Parts of my body don't bounce back like they used uh-huh. to. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm like, well, fat didn't deposit there years ago. And mm. now this place, oh, congratulations, body, you found a new place to hide it. You know, like, totally. And it's just like all of these things. So I'm trying to decide, like, how do I like comfortably age without feeling the pressure of wanting to have these things done, but also giving myself permission and like, right. Where's, you know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's difficult to know like what you're doing for you and Mm -hmm. what you're doing for society. And is there a difference? Right. And, um, and should there be a difference? I think yes, but, uh, you know, not everybody agrees with that, but yeah, I think it's, it's hard to find like, what are the, internalized standards of beauty that aren't actually your own. Right. And I think that 
a good thing to explore, I think we've talked about this before, is looking at people who are in your age group who are doing it sort of more naturally. Or like, mm -hmm. it's, it's just like looking at people who are more your body type instead right. of what, what the normal, or not normal, God, no, absolutely not, what the standard um, media is the portraying. Projection. Yeah, of like, it, this is what a woman is. And yeah. It's like, no, it's not. Right. Lies. So, you know, a lot of people out there who are posting more, like, I really, really love following um, style um, Instagrams and bloggers or whatever who are older women and mm -hmm. don't feel like they have yes. to dress like soccer moms or like grandmas yeah. or whatever right. or who are yeah. or who are finding really stylish ways and really artistic ways to express their uh style and not and not allowing the shame of being like dress your age to right. stop them. Yeah. I think like you there's something that comes with age which is it's interesting you bring that up because I'm more confident than I've ever been. So it's almost like now is such a weird time for me to be like, should I get this? The other thing is like, um, I, there's this like syndrome when you're in your forties, early forties, late thirties, some, for some people earlier, um, where they're like, just freeze your face where it is. So oh, right. this, this is a big movement. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah, you've noticed some some fine lines are now getting deeper. Like, this is when you should theoretically start getting Botox or filler or things so you can, like, kind of keep your face mm. where it is, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> my thing is, like, I'm just, like, um, I think I'm just going to wind up aging naturally because I'm going to just be, like, is now the time? And I'm like, it doesn't seem like it. And then like five years are going to pass. And I'm like, is now the time? And I'm like, well. It's like your vampire age. Yeah. Like at what point are you supposed to? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. At what point did I expire from this earth? Right. My, my mortal coil. But not really because there are um, doctors for that and procedures for that. And I totally believe in like taking care of yourself. Um, somebody who is super honest about a lot of the skincare procedures she has and um, and just kind of the pressure to look youthful is Chelsea Handler. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate like how honest she is about it, how yeah. she addresses it with humor. And I also love women like her. I think she's done it. I'm pretty sure. I know that Jane Fonda just did it recently or that I saw at least in a video where they also really own up to the fact that like, how do I look this good? Money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Money helps. <laughs> Money probably doesn't hurt. You know, yeah. because I was, so actually yesterday, uh, so a long time ago I had ran out of like my fancy facial moisturizer with sunscreen and I had just been using like regular sunscreen on mm -hmm. my face and I was going to buy some more and then I was like, no, finish this regular sunscreen bottle. Yeah. Like finish it. Is, yeah. is it great for my face? No. Does it make me greasy? A little bit. But like. Don't buy anything until you need it. You don't need any. You have this right now. Yeah. But so whatever. I, I went and bought like the nicer one. It's not super fancy by any means either. And it's not terribly crazy expensive by like beauty product standards, but it was $32. Yeah. And for sunscreen. And Is that's not even my. Yeah. It's so goddamn expensive. And that's not even my regular moisturizer. I use moisturizer and then I put that on. Yeah. Like, so it's just like one extra layer, but I also can't not wear sunscreen. Right. Because I'm 
pale and, and everyone should and, wear sunscreen and it's just it's a good thing for you I yeah mean, yeah I mean and I and you know it's funny because I know that shit is so expensive I have been using it since I well not since I moved to Southern California but I knew that I needed like a good moisturizer with an SPF in it mm-hmm. and it was it's the lightest one I've found it's like not wearing anything right which is really nice that's another thing too yeah trying to find one that will sit under makeup and not, you know. Speaking of aging and shame about, like, aging in your body, um, I now have to, like, pull at parts of my face to do my eye makeup. Oh, yeah. That's a new exciting thing. Oh, definitely. So the creping of eyelids. Yeah, you have Creping. To... Yeah. Oh, creping. <laughs> the creping of the eyelids. The creping of the, the, creping of the neck. Yeah, the yeah. The creping of the neck. The creping of yeah. the eyelid. The but at least you don't have to put eyeliner on your neck. Like eyeliner and creping is the yeah bitchiest combo. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's so frustrating. It's ridiculous. And trying to get a clean line. I've just given up on like doing a clean liquid eyeliner line. I'm yeah. like, it's as good as it's gonna get. Um, yeah. That's where we're going with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And then also, you know, I I have like that worry line in between my brows, which is very deep and very um pronounced. Um, and you know, it's just a part of my face, but, uh, sometimes it makes me look angry, but also, um, makeup settles in it Mm. and I have to like brush it sometimes and be like, okay, it's, there's a lot more maintenance to getting older, Yeah. but here's the other thing too. I'm sorry. I know I'm all over the place right now, I'm here for it. Um, I was watching glow up, which is, I don't know if you know it. It's a makeup sh- competition show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I haven't Netflix. seen it, but yes. It's great. So there's a couple of uh, episodes where one of the contestants has like an older model, um, you know, with lots of lines. And, and he just forfeits. No, no, no. He's actually <laughs> really awesome about it. But no, I mean, it's like the um, the designers on Project Runway like get when they really them pissed when they have to, yeah. Design for like, like a real woman. Like a size double zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're just like, the hell? Where will I find the fabric? Yeah, exactly. No, he was surprisingly chill about it and like did a really great job. And it's funny because one of the judges um, is like an older woman makeup artist and she could not, you know, because she was just like, you've just done so well. Like, and I think her enthusiasm is just a signal about how we don't really talk about those things nor cater to any of that stuff. That's right. So I was thinking about, you know, I was looking at some tutorials for like um, putting makeup on like aging skin. And I was like, this is way more interesting to me than trying to m- pretend that my face is still in my 20s. Like, no, yeah. my pores are bigger. I have place- yeah. I have lines that makeup settles into. I need mm-hmm. to learn how to, like, use brushes to, like, you know, uh, help with that and to, and to use the right kind of makeup that isn't going to, like, settle in there and, you know, start pooling places. And I would much rather find and demand that there are products for aging skin versus mm-hmm. trying to fit into the box yes. of a 20 year old, you yes. know, like that's bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. And like the, the thing about it is like people, you're right. People don't talk about like, how do you do makeup application for a certain age? And I remember, um, with the Kevin Aquin book, um, I, love him. I know he, uh, what a gem, what a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like somebody had made a quip one time because he had uh, an actress who was a little older lay down when he did her makeup. And he's like, mm. I have everyone lay down when they do their makeup. 
Mm. He's like, first of all, they're relaxed and their face naturally relaxes when you're on your back. He's like, plus it just like, he's like, you naturally want to close your eyes. It's a more relaxed state of makeup application. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. So he had this thing where like, I guess for, I don't know if that was his thing or whatever, but um, yeah, because I guess the the taboo thing was like with older ladies when they had their makeup done, it would like lay, lay back so that everything oh, like falls the, away yeah, uh-huh, from the face, uh-huh. um, which I'm like. I'm like, maybe that's how I'm just going to start doing my makeup. <laughs> just laying in bed. <laughs> that's how I'm just going to present myself to people. I just have a mobile bed. I'm just flat. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, that's reminding me of, okay, I'm going to get real nerdy for a second. Um, there's this Doctor Who episode. And, of course, you know, because he's traveling through time, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, it's like billions of years in the future. Uh, you know, it's the end of the earth or whatever, but there's this character and it's fucking hilarious because it is such a dig on like the ways that we don't allow women to age. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So there's this woman and to say young and wrinkle free, she has gotten so much plastic surgery Mm -hmm. that she now is just a sheet of skin that like (laughs) it is in between two plexiglass Aww. Just like on this stretch, she has a face, but that's pretty much it, and the rest of it. And she's also, it's also uh, about thin culture too. So uh, she's very thin and mm, wrinkle free, mm-hmm. and um, she Beautiful. has these, she has these two, but she's just this strip of skin. <laughs> that's what I mean, like, but ugh. it's so like, what do you want from us? Is that what you want from us? You yeah. know, like all of the freaking messages oh, that you get no about winning. how you're supposed to look and how thin you're supposed to be and what your skin is supposed to look like. But it's so hilarious because she has these two like <laughs> servant muscly men who their only job is to um, moisturize her. And she's constantly just yelling at them, moisturize me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just such a ridiculous take. Like, that's the future of womanhood. If you keep pushing for thinner, like, smoother, hair-free. There's no winning. Yeah. There's no winning. And Mm -hmm. it's it's all just, you know, put in place so that we're guaranteed to be unhappy dissatisfied and therefore in need of more products Mm -hmm. um, which I know we talk about all the time um but yeah like I just I feel like certain things on my face are different now whether it's like under eye circles that are like they used to be like I've always had sinus shiners but like now I'm just like also is this is this skin sinking in like to my face and Mm -hmm. then and also crepey here's my new favorite thing my new favorite trick that my eyes do I can pull the skin away or push it toward under my eye, and it just stays. It'll stay. Yeah. Oh, it just stays. Uh-huh. It's like, that's what your eye looks like now. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. When I first discovered that, I was like, should I call 911? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? And then I was like, what if it just doesn't move? And then I'm like, oh, wait, I can manually move it back, or I can just wait for gravitational pull to happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, skin things aside, I mean, we can also talk about hair and how it changes, Oof. like, it, not just the color, yeah. and I'm saying this rocking a fully grown out uh, <laughs> um, head of grays, no, it's, uh, but I think my roots are, like, at least an inch, um, and I'm getting grayer and grayer and grayer, it's so funny when I 
let them grow out to see like how much I've progressed. Um, I think that, you know, the past four years have had something to do with it, but also just the natural process of aging. Aging, but also the past four years have been, I feel like I've really aged in the past four years. I have definitely. I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, oh, holy fuck. And I know that that just kind of naturally happens as you like push toward 40 because 40 is like I don't know I guess it's a big thing right it's probably different for everybody well, I mean we're living in a democracy well pretend democracy becoming like well de- you know what that's not that's not fair we're living in a democracy that is becoming like a fascist a fascist regime regime like yeah. right in front of our eyes and I mean we've been fretting we've been fretting yeah and worrying it's been and stressful oh, for yeah. sure I mean yeah I, I feel like, you know, if I, my worry lines are deeper than my laugh lines. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it, so when it comes to hair, I think that it's weird how the texture of it changes too mm. and gets a little bit thinner and a little bit flatter. And I mean, you probably don't experience that because you have a lot of hair. <laughs> well, mine is just like, what's weird is the grays are like, coarse and wiry mm-hmm. and I'm just like it's like a whole new texture what's gonna happen you know it's like uh choose your own adventure except I don't get to choose anything it's just an adventure that my hair is on <laughs> and like I'm just along for the ride oh I've been on along for the ride with my hair since the beginning but it's definitely on a different adventure now it gets yeah it's it's doing it thing it used to be a lot curlier yeah too now it's just sort of this like flat pseudo wave when it feels mm. like it and then just frizz when it doesn't feel like it yeah and it's just like what the hell is going on and I know it's just changes in hormones and stuff yeah. but um yeah have you if this isn't too forward discovered any other rays no. <laughs> <laughs> um no, not yet. Um, and I right now am like fully grown out, mm-hmm. like to the point where I, I'm just, I, it's, it's a problem. I've got to <laughs> do something about it. My armpits are like fully grown so are out mine. right now. Yeah. My, I need to shave my legs. My I, legs are fully hairy. I'm fully hairy right I'm now. I'm fully too. hairy too. I'm, I'm basically a Brillo pad. The only thing that I'm not fully hairy. I'm a sentient Brillo pad. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> now with grays. <laughs> Sentient Brillo pads, now with grays. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I just kind of was like, stop being interested in shaving. And so I did. Well, because it's bullshit. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, and it's cold. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I shave my legs and then I get goosebumps. And guess what? There's all the prickly pairs right <laughs> back again. Hurts. And it hurts. It's, Yeah. And then with my underarms, I'm just like, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I've been watching High Maintenance, and I've got to say, like, all the, like, badass rad chicks, because a lot of it's shot, like, that I've been watching in season two, I think, is during the summer. Mm. And, like, almost all of them have their underarm hair grown out. Nice. And I'm like, fuck, yes. That's like, amazing. It's just such nice, like, it's, I like the visual, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. Well, when we have our body hair uh, episode, we have to unpack that more, because definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, I, I did discover gray hair when I was bent over putting a towel on my head. Oh no. That's like the worst time because you're, it's your, you're like, oh, hello, vagina area. And then I was like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there it is. It's happening. 
Yeah, I haven't had a gray. I haven't discovered a gray yet. I kind of wish it was all gray. Me too. Because then guess what? It would be less noticeable when I miss a few when I'm in a bathing suit. Or maybe I'm just, maybe I'm 100% that bitch who rocks a gray bush just exactly. hanging out of my bikini bottom. And I'm like, guess what? Um, yeah. So. Do they fully turn gray? Um, they I, must. I've seen in the hospital, I've, you know, I think it's like anything else. Yeah. I, I think with time probably, but I've seen, I've seen here and there, I've seen some full gray. Nice. Some full gray coverage. Well, there's something Silver to look foxes. forward to. Yeah. No, I mean, and I mean that with sincerity. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> You're like, I cannot wait for my silver vagina. Well, one or two, not fun. But if it was like fully gray, I'd be like, I'm into this. What? Oh my God. See, now I want mine to have a fun streak. Like I want like a little- A like, Bonnie Raitt streak. Yeah. I want my vagina hair to have a Bonnie Raitt streak. Perfect. Yeah. Like uh, my husband has a patch of gray right in the front. It's I so have that cute. too. You should let it grow out. I'm considering it. You should. Yeah. I think it's so, like Stacey London, like I just, I love that look. Yeah. Or Claire from, Claire Saffitz. Do you watch America's Next? No, not America. No. Sorry, the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Mm -mm. She has a stripe. Yeah, yeah, I love those. I think mm -hmm. those are like super sexy, and yeah, yeah. Um, I would one hundred percent do that. Um, yeah, me too. I should. It's the the only problem is like growing it out since it's right in front. Could I, I don't. I'm just gonna say I don't want to use her name, but um, we see the same hairdresser. Her name yes. is Amy. Mm -hmm. Um, could Amy bleach that and then silver it? I don't know. I bet she could. I think I, I asked bet her. She could. Yeah, because I I think I asked her once before. I was like, oh, I might want to grow it out, and I was like, what do I do? And she kind of was just like, you grow it out, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna look so weird for so long because my hair is not short. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I have good news and bad news. The I can good just news get bangs is again. you're gonna have to shave your. Uh, the bad news is you're gonna have to shave your head. <laughs> the good news is you're gonna get a gray streak naturally, <laughs> and it won't look weird because it'll all grow out together. I mean, maybe if I cut short bangs, it is all in front, and then just grow my bangs out with the. That's a brilliant idea. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I'm just gonna have some gray bangs for a while. I think you should have baby bangs. I've been saying that for the longest. Yeah, I've really wanted to. I think that you know. It's so funny because the minute you grow out your bangs long enough to tuck them behind your ears, it's like, it's time to cut them again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Mine were getting long and I was like, I think I'm going to grow them out. I'm over this shit. And then I go to see Amy and I'm like, Thanks, shorter. <laughs> I was like, I want them short. Fuck the eyebrows. And they're at a length right now that I'm really digging. And I'm yeah, like, okay. I like, yeah, they're cute. Thank you. They've been like, I've been doing like a fringe thing with them. What am I doing? This is not a bang episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, it's, it's truly a thing that is a uh, womanhood. I had a client the other day who came in and um, she was like, uh, she's new. It was her intake session and she was telling me, she's like, I dyed my hair and cut my own bangs in the last 24 hours. If you're wondering how I'm doing. Oh, okay. And I was just like, every woman knows what that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, Oh honey, you're having let's some, get into yeah, it. You're having you know? some moments. Yeah. Cut my own bangs and fucking dyed my hair because I want change now. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's like totally what it is. <sighs> oh, yeah. There. Yeah. I mean, I think my mom has stopped dyeing her hair. Mine too. But not, I think she did it because of like scalp sensitivity. And I'm wondering if that's a thing too, like as you age and your body just gets a little bit more like, 
don't know, for lack of a better word, does it get fragile? More sensitive or like... I know I get more sensitive as I age. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> so sensitive. But yeah, so she's like growing her grays out. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I wonder how that decision feels when it, you're kind of like, I don't know, not necessarily even making it for aesthetic reasons. Yeah. My mom did it and it was because she was like her hairdresser my mom has a lot of gray and like she's like she went almost like silver like white it's a mm. beautiful color mm. and she was going platinum to try to grow it out and then she finally was like okay let it go let's let it go yeah and it mm. looks it looks really good it's really pretty i love gray hair my mother-in-law has white hair mm, that is yeah just her hair stunning. is so pretty oh my yeah. gosh yeah i yeah i i've always kind of seen myself like getting older and having like i think i've said this before too I am repeating myself a lot, but uh, just long gray, parted down the middle, kind of like hippie vibes. Random question. Hair. Yes. Are you from Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> Was that my modeling for cool old, older women? Yes. Yeah. No, but I think that's the raddest though. Like, yeah. I mean, I love that. Like Lily Tomlin is somebody who I just oh, love her totally, hair. Totally. I love her look. Like She's just got such thick, crazy, awesome hair. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, speaking of, I mean, that's an excellent show to discuss aging because, I mean, there's these two women just completely starting over mm -hmm. and living lives and starting a company. And, yeah. And n not just a company, but, you know, sex toys for older women yeah. and talking about, like, older women's sexuality and all of that stuff. And, you know, I think we're still both in the age where people aren't freaked out as yet by yeah. the fact that we still are sexual beings. But right. I think that the older that women get, the less accepted it is to talk about wanting sex and having sex and having a sex drive. Yeah. And also just, you know, even presuming to try to be in that space. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember, like, learning that um, you never stop having a sex drive. Mm -hmm. Like, no one ever talks about it. So right. when I learned about it in an academic setting, like, I looked around and every, I was like, am I in shock? Am I an idiot? <laughs> and everyone was in shock. Like, because yeah. no one talks about it. Well, I think and they're that's like, no, what... you'll have a sex drive until the day you die yeah. if you're healthy, able, and up for it. You know? And, if it's something you want. Right. And people were freaking out that uh, there were such high levels of STDs in, like, retirement homes, for instance, because they're like, how would they even get these STDs? And you're like, like y'all, they've been doing what? it so long. And there's something called Viagra now. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, it, it is an interesting concept, too. You do sort of, even if you're not overtly taught it, it is subtly suggested or sometimes not subtly suggested that older people just don't do that. They just shrivel up and die. Right, right. Well, and part of it probably for us had to do with like our Christian narratives of like sex was only for procreation. And yes. once you're past procreating age, you're also past your sexuality age. Yeah. You just stop wanting to have sex just like you stop wanting to live. Right. And you just <laughs> yeah. give up. You don't want to eat. You you're don't not interested eat. in... You don't remember how you love interior design and fashion. Not anymore. Not anymore. You just stare like at the wall. Sit. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I can't wait. I feel like I'm kind of like sometimes there. Is that just depression? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like 
I always joke that I've been, you know, 90 my entire life because I really just, I can sit still for long periods of time very happily. Oh, I've been doing and do the crossword right? lately and nothing makes me happier than like this person I've become while I'm not drinking, um, listens to some very interesting music mm. and, and does jigsaw puzzles. I'm listening to stoner jam music and I'm not getting stoned. I'm just putting together. Just getting you in that space. I guess with a jigsaw puzzle. And I'm like listening to the fucking Grateful Dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like you're not like 60 year old man, like, or 70 year old man, 80 year old man. Also, I love that I couldn't make myself a woman listening to the Grateful Dead. No. In my old age. Well, I'm putting together a jigsaw puzzle. Wow, the Grateful Dead is some really good puzzle doing music. A lot of noodling. Speaking <laughs> a lot of noodles, noodling. Not a noodling on the guitar and a lot of doodle boop boop boop. Where's that gonna go? Yet Like it's it's good puzzling music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. also some Wilco, some Dr. Dog. I'm telling you, it's just a lot of stoner jams with me. I'm like, this is well, my future, maybe. It's funny though to think about like the Grateful Dead fans, like the OG fans. And what age they are now. And, you know, that's another thing that's interesting about talking about aging, too. Um, You know, we we don't tend to remember that everybody was young once. And even if people lived their lives a little bit more conservatively or, or what have you, you know, people had... Young times, yeah, and adventurous oh, yeah. times. They were and like, young ones. and you know, especially sort of the boomers now. When we think about it, it's like they were the counterculture, like, like, yeah, started so much. Like, yeah. had so much change happen in their young lives, and right. they were like doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, and it's nuts too because, like, I feel like people say, like, as you age, you get more conservative, or you tend mm. to like get more. Whatever. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, but you're right. Like, everyone was once youthful and had the the kind of, like, I don't know, naivete and false hope that you'd live forever on and your side. And that you can change and, the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, my grandma, who is, like, this very, like, conservative Christian woman, she was um, raised by, like, French parents. She's, like, standing completely straight. She's, like, five or, like, four 11 maybe mm-hmm. she's like the tiniest woman she's a very conservative christian i've never heard her use an expletive in my life hmm. there's a photo of her that surfaced about mm-hmm. five six seven years ago that my mom showed me or maybe it's been around but i'd never seen it she's on the she's sitting in the back of a speedboat what and like and this is like in the early i think 50s she's in like a bikini with like this oh crazy fun like wrap around her she's got like sunglasses on and i'm like who is this Grandma woman? Ruby on a speedboat. Like, I need to know more about... But I'm like... But it's that thing where I'm like, she wasn't always a mom and a grandma. Right. And a, you know what I mean? She, at one point, was a 22-year-old woman yeah. on a speedboat. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... Well, I mean, it's funny, too, because I think the older I get, you know, I... I still have a somewhat younger lifestyle because I don't have children and stuff. But at the same time, I've moved very far from, you know, what I was like as as a youth. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that, like, looking back, I will consider myself way more, I don't know, like, adventurous or something in some yeah. way. You know, like, oh, those things that I did, like, that I would never do now. That youth yes. is kind of 
perfect for because you're a little bit dumb and you don't have totally. the you don't have the um the only- life experience smacking you down to like <laughs> yeah <laughs> to not totally. try things you're like why not i'm gonna live forever anyway All right well and also you just like feel more energetic in your body because your body's younger yeah and that's another thing too to look at I mean I it's funny when people are like oh old people they're so cranky and whatever I'm like you would be too if you hurt all the time and you you had to pee constantly and you know things were like achy and all your friends were dying yeah like I feel like I'm tired of the bullshit now and I'm just like I don't know how I'm gonna be 20 years from now and I try to remember that I see when I get cranky with the kids I try to remember like I too was once a youth Mm -hmm. I try to keep like the flip side of that coin right it's hard for you to understand yes and I try to like when I'm like they're on their phones constantly they're the rudest generation Mm -hmm. like and then I'm just like stop like you're mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's just you're you're out of touch you need to either like figure it out and lean into the culture or just accept it as something that it's a generational difference yeah 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 I mean it's sort of that like their brains haven't finished forming and then your brain formed so long ago you don't remember what it's like <laughs> before yeah. it started I have to dust off my whole brain and try to remember what it was like to be young yeah no, I mean, I think that that's kind of true in some ways. And, and I remember when I was a teenager thinking, no, I will always remember what this feels like because it's horrible. Yes. And in some ways I do have so many deep emotional scars that I will remember. <laughs> but I think that it's, it is, it can be sort of easy to forget the, uh, the more visceral side of it. Yeah. Where, you know, the the real feelings of yeah. like all of that hormone and like how, and, how you get a little bit softer when you get older in many ways, bodily and emotionally and just sort <laughs> of like, you know, yeah, intellectually even <laughs> like things just soften up a bit. And you know, it's funny. Cause like, I like was thinking about this when I was walking the dogs like yesterday, I think um, I thought about you and YA books and that mm. that's a genre that you enjoy writing in. Excuse me. And I was thinking this, that very thought that you just lamented, which is, I was like, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Mm. Like, I would be like, hey, like my, I, I was like laughing to myself at like me trying to pretend to be a youth and like all these a young children. novel. And I just keep picturing <laughs> that Steve Buscemi moment where he's like, hello, fellow children, yeah. kids or whatever, yeah, yeah, hello yeah. youths. Yeah. And like, it's just like, I'm like, I, what, how would I even begin to, and I just, I couldn't even do it. Yeah. And I tried to like lean into that part of my life a little bit for a second. And it was so hard to do. And I, you know, I'm, I'm always enthralled with like, um, like in a memoir when somebody writes like Michelle Obama did this beautifully in her book where you you write about a time in your life where you were like very young mm. and in the way you can paint it so vividly I'm so impressed yeah. with people who can recall their childhood and just really recreate it so vividly yeah I mean I'm always kind of yeah I'm impressed by that too but also confused about how people end up doing it I constantly think that when I'm reading memoirs I'm like how how do you remember this like how do you remember this level of detail how do you like remember this a level of like emotion I don't know I just I'm wondering if you just have to really lean into it live in it and write and write and write about it think that because it's funny I, I was gonna say something similar because I think that um you know when I start writing young adult stories or whatever it is much more just a space that you get into yeah and and you just start thinking about 
your life and how you are and what you've lived and the experiences that you had. And like once you're actually like creating something within that space, mm-hmm. it starts to like blossom. Yeah. It like takes a life of yeah, its own. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just so incredible to me. The artistic process in general, I'm I'm infinitely fascinated by mm. listening to people, even people I whose art I don't like or appreciate very much, I'm I will always be interested in the process. Yeah, no, for sure. And especially getting into a headspace of a character and especially a character the age piece is so different people who can write from such a vivid perspective as a child you know or yeah. a young adult or even those who write from the perspective of the elderly or yeah just fascinating I know I I really do hope that in my older age I'll have a lot of time <laughs> to write yeah <laughs> that's something that I have a goals for being an old person it's just I do want to I want to be able to still write and and actually write better and write cool, interesting, weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you and Jamie both, like, you write. And over the weekend, I um, got a massage and I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to write. Mm. And then when I got home, I was like, how did writing go? And he was like, I found so many things that I, to do other than write. Mm, and, you know, we always talk about, like, it. good writers are good readers, or good readers are good writers, and good writers are good writers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just keep writing. Like, it's practice makes, not perfect, but practice makes something on the page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> practice does it. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, do you have any... Uh, Old age goals? So many. Um, I want to die. Cool. (laughs) At some point I'm going to pass away. Can't wait. I'm looking (laughs) forward to it. And by that I just mean dreading it existentially. Um, No, in old age, I think I'd like to... um, I I really would like to to continue to lean into more colorful clothes. Mm -hmm. And just kind of really have... um, just self-confidence that's what yeah. I'm really as I've aged I've really loved this whole like I give less and less of a fuck what anybody thinks it's really nice god I love it that I, is the I best part wait. about getting older yeah because I think you know yeah that there's freedom in that. yeah there's, there's such freedom, freedom in that. it it's great uh, but in terms of like artistic endeavors, as I get older, yeah, I'd love to write a book, not fiction. I'd love, I'd love to write something nonfiction. I'd love, yeah, that would be great. Mm. I really would like. I can't wait to be old and like a activist mm. who like yells at people and makes signs <laughs> and goes to protests. Yeah, and, you know definitely. what I mean. Like, I love, I love, be love that bitch. <laughs> seeing older women at like the marches and stuff. It just warms my heart, and I'm yeah. like. You've been doing this forever. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's pretty amazing. And I think that, you know, that's the thing too. We should definitely get better about being real about aging and what those things and what the limitations are and what that looks like. Just how, you know, nobody gets that real about how your body is when you're pregnant and stuff. Yeah. What your body does and, and what you go through when you age. Yeah, let's be real about it. I mean, it's not all like you can do anything like when you're 80 that you could do when you're 20. That's yeah. not fucking true. Like you can still do a, a lot of amazing, awesome things. It might look a little bit different, but it's, it's bullshit to say 80s, yeah. this new 20. Like, we, fuck off. No. You know what we've got to start doing? We've got to stop getting, uh, we've got to stop being polite and start getting real. 
<laughs> about age. <laughs> age, the real world. The real world, aging. <laughs> oh my God, they should have a real please, world for older people. Please. That would be so amazing. MTV, if you're listening, if you're even a thing. Yeah. I don't even know if you're a thing anymore. Oh, it's funny because when I was... um watching that love is blind show mm-hmm. um i definitely thought there should be an older people one and i Ooh. guess the bachelor is doing it i love that or at least they're in talks about doing oh, it unless that. that was an onion article and i just fell for it <laughs> <laughs> that's the world we live in now exactly. the dystopian world where you turn everything upside down and you're like was it an onion article or did it happen i can't remember no i, I think it's i think it's real i think they're really gonna have like which is just a testament to how fucking good the writers are over yeah. at the onion oh wow. god bless you the onion yes you have given me belly laughs in times of the trump era when i didn't think even like a giggle was possible mm. and you have made me like guffaw so true, true. God, love it mm-hmm. um i like that we kind of started on the the note of aging and it was kind of like creping and sagging and slagging <laughs> and plastic surgery and that we've ended on this like really optimistic note about the people we want to become in the future and yeah. the things that are like still yet to look forward to totally yeah, and then all of those fun conversations that we get to have as we age about like creaks and smells and creaks. Oh, yeah, creaking. Oh, oh, like in I your body. I mean, like a creak. Oh no! Was, and I was like, let's just talk about running water. And I was like, <laughs> and it, but it like tracked, and I was like, oh yeah, I could just see us sitting around talking about a babbling brook. <laughs> you know, just like, well, you know, I was down at the creek the other day, and I'm like, oh, I haven't been to the creek in a while. <laughs> That too, please. Yes. Okay. We're definitely going to have talks about bodies of water uh-huh. moving and otherwise. Well, you know, just how like you, I yeah. don't know if you've, if you've listened to a group of older people and a lot of it is about like health issues oh, and like, well, you know, aches and pains and all that stuff. Our friend group a lot of the yeah, time. We exactly. get together yeah. and it's just like, oh, my knee never really recovered Same. from that surgery. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to actually just that, you know, just commiserating and with the people, but also... Still within that being like, we're still fucking alive and we have so much to do and there's so much to look forward to and like, let's create cool shit for the rest of our lives. But while also complaining about knee pain. Of course. And you know, I think like, not only do we get to do it, but I really do feel like the onus is on people who are creative, people who are political, people who are passionate to make shit. Yeah. The onus is on you. Do it. Why not? You know, what else are you doing? I mean, look at us. We're talking into a fucking microphone. And I don't, we have listeners, which is mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Uh, the fact that you're listening, hi, thanks. I know. Because that's what this is. This was just two people who wanted to talk about some shit and bought a microphone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's if you're feeling passionate and uh, you want to do something, you want to say something, uh, it doesn't hurt anybody else and it's not hurting you, do it. Say yeah. it. And just get honest about things too, you know, don't feel like you have to hide because you're not, you know, fitting certain standards of Mm -hmm. 20 year old perfection. Yeah. There is no perfection. No. There's no such thing. Mm -mm. It's a bullshit invention that's going to make you spend too much money and lose too much sleep. And there's interesting shit to do at every age. Listen to your grandmas. Your grandmas are giving you very good information right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 
That that was good. Now I feel energized. I yeah. feel like I want to go like do something. Grow old and do shit. Go old and do shit. <laughs> in that order. Yeah, exactly. Or vice versa. Yeah. Simultaneously. Um, simultaneously. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Uh, if you want to uh, see a photo of Catboy and Fiona, I'm going to post it right now. So it'll definitely be available uh, of them r- having a rumpus rum- <laughs> rumble on the floor. Yes. Um, and you can check us out on the socials at ShamePod. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to our website, shamepod.com. Um, and you can always, you know, message us, email us, shamepod at gmail.com. Send us an old tiny email. Send yeah. Grandma an email. Check in. Tell yeah. us how you're doing. What you're up to. We can give you our address. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> Send me a postcard. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. And we'll, we'll see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye.